Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's a decent beefy. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble. My name is Marcus and it's lovely to have you here. I have three lovely chaps with me. Jim. Hello. Pete. Rizzle Kicks. And Luke. Alright. How are you doing, boys? Now, according to a friend of Wayne Rooney's, the Manchester United star would like to become a stand-up comedian one day. Who from the footballing world do you think would make a good stand-up comic? Jimbo. Not Wayne Rooney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's a scouser, they're all great at it. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, who would I choose? I would go with David Silver, right? Because uh, he already has very good timing. Oh, oh good. delivery is exquisite. Yeah, <laughs> very good at misdirection. Ah, so, and also, I mean, I can even imagine it's a kind of opening joke for David Silver. It was something like, um, I know what you're thinking, the bastard child of Peter Crouch and some sort of Spanish rodent has let himself go. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, it works already. It works. Yeah. David, get on that. His nickname's El Magio, which I think is the magician, isn't it? So right. that might We be. could bring some of that into it Yeah like a bit of a Jerry Sutherland He could, do, he could do cabaret nights as well Yeah Get a bit of extra cash Yeah I don't think he's short of cash But if he ever is After <laughs> well. some very questionable business decisions He might want to yeah. go into it Yeah Good start Well Strong I mean if start. he's considering this He will have made those questionable decisions <laughs> Yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> Excellent uh, Pete I'm going to go for uh, Charlie Nicholas Because his okay. uh, His Sky Sports Jeff Stelling banter <laughs> Is just dying <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it, was, it was lovely if you, ever, if you haven't seen that Do you YouTube it. Just YouTube. It. Oh, maybe we're on Ramble Tube. We'll have it. I think up. it's Charlie Nicholas. <laughs> terrible banter or worst banter yeah. in the world or something. I think, I think the YouTube title is officially the worst banter of all time. <laughs> yeah. Where he's trying to tell a story about Jeff Stelling not wanting to wear his spectacles on telly, but because well, he, no, he says that he's watching a game and he says that it was never offside when it was given offside. Mm. And Jeff Stelling says, "Are you sure you need to go to Specsavers because it was?" Dead. Well, maybe it's you who needs to go to Specsavers, Jeff, because <laughs> he's, cut, he's from Cornwall now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you don't even want to you couldn't drive home last night without your spectacles and you don't want to wear them on here because you get slagged off <laughs> it's, just like, it's amazing um, that's pretty much word for word what Nicholas says yeah. initial thoughts to that comeback goes on way too long yeah. <laughs> way too long a simple F off is fine <laughs> yeah. 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 bail yourself out yeah. with that imagine if someone did that on Soccer Saturday <laughs> Oh fuck off, Jeff! <laughs> Rodney Marsh would have done it. Yeah. <laughs> Remember back in the day? Go on, man. The days of Rodney Marsh. Rodney Marsh. Okay, so you're going uh, Charlie Nickers. Luke, who have you got? Well, I, I, I read that back in 2010. Well, I think it was about 2010. I remember reading at the time that Crouch, Peter Crouch, was named like Britain's funniest sportsman or something, wasn't he? So look at because of one line. Pretty yeah, much that's right. I think because like, of his robot as well. Hmm. But I'm not going to go for him. I'm not going for Roy Keane either. And whilst I think, oh, God, think yeah, would, would you? <laughs> whilst I think Jim White would fancy himself, yeah, 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 yeah. that'd be yeah. worth it. I think. I've settled on the inevitable Sir Dave Richards, <laughs> <laughs> like a character act, but you like think he was a character act, <laughs> like a Jim Davison Jim style, yeah. definitely, yeah. Yeah. but more slapstick, yeah, so, so accidentally. So Jim Davison, so a couple of sort of racial gags. Um, which would be unacceptable even yeah. on like he, he'd work the expat community and then put his foot in a bucket he'd work yeah. the expat <laughs> yeah. community yeah he would yeah he would yeah, yeah okay I'm, uh, <laughs> I've just got um, Sam Allardyce mother-in-law jokes <laughs> that works yeah, that yeah. Work. it would wouldn't yeah. it yeah. full of gravy he's like a Les Dawson style character yeah totally yeah. Yeah, one of those old fashioned uh, but in fairness to Big Sam he, he, he seems very old fashioned and he, and he to some extent looks very old fashioned yeah. but in his footballing no he isn't he's very forward thinking yeah but I'm talking about the comedy yeah fair enough so yeah. he'd be kind of like doing studies on it and stuff he, what's funny what works or doesn't there be for graphics involved what's in that yeah. he'd, he'd have the end of the peers rocking yeah. he'd definitely be that sort of comic <laughs> how many bow laughs, tie how many laughs per minute 
Yeah. 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 Uh, very good. Jimbo's definitely got the points. Oh, thank you. Without, without 16 in a row. Did you hear his answer? Yeah, it's good. There you go. <laughs> uh, right, there we go. Um, uh, now, we, we've got to start with um, the FA Cup and, and Spurs versus Bolton. Uh, terrible scenes at White Hart Lane abandoned after 41 minutes. Of course, uh, Fabrice Muamba collapsed. And at the time of, of recording, he's, he's still in critical condition, or he's shown signs uh, of improvement. But um, absolutely horrific scenes at White Hart Lane. Yeah, it was mm. very. I watched the game live on television, and um, yeah, it was clear pretty early on that something was was horrendously wrong. Yeah. Um, but in, in a way, you know, it's, it's it's good that it happened where it happened because he get the best medical attention straight away. That's right. Yeah. And, um, and it looks like he, you know, fingers crossed, they're going to make a, a full recovery. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, at, at the time of recording, it had been reported that he'd been sort of talking to his family from his bed and stuff like that he recognised everyone so you know hopefully he will make a full recovery and of course we wish him well mm. Mm. I mean, uh, a friend of mine was at the game and he just said it was just morbid you know mm, yeah. the, the, the atmosphere and all but it was very respectful though it was very respectful uh, both fans chanted his name which was quite nice to see and, and it has united the, the, the footballing world quite yeah. spectacularly in, in some senses with, with the Real Madrid players yeah uh, absolutely with the team. really nice gesture and Pirlo as well well Andrea yeah. Pirlo dedicated Juventus's 5-0 win against uh, Fiorentina to um, what a class Moamba act. and uh, Tim Cahill with his pro for Moamba shirt and like Gary Cahill you mean Sorry, yeah, of course, yeah. Gary forgive me. Um, so, I mean, there's not much else at the moment we can really say on it. But well, hopefully lessons can be learned. I mean, because from what I remember, I, I, I talked briefly about it on Five Live on Saturday night, and they were saying on there that um, academy graduates are given um, heart tests and that sort of thing. Um, but as far as I know, it's not universally in the Premier League. No, it's every echo year. testing, isn't it? It's like yeah. um, and people, certainly players that don't come from uh, England, certainly they don't get it. Uh, right. If you come from like non-league, you don't get it. If you're over a certain age and stuff, you get you get quite good um, resources when you're at sort of youth team level. But if you don't go through uh, a the youth academy. team that has it, you you know you. Well, it, it, it just, but apparently the tests only cost 30 quid yeah. and you know there's stuff like the, the, the resting heart rate and the stress heart rate uh, monitors and stuff that they all wear that's just you know that's just peak and, 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 and average um, heart well, it's it, not, it doesn't test a rhythmic um, well exactly these little intricacies are so very difficult to pick up on yeah. but I mean we saw what happened with the Peter Check injury where because mm. Mourinho went absolutely postal about it <clears throat> I think Check had to wait 30 minutes before he got in an ambulance and went to hospital yeah. <clears throat> excuse yeah. me Hopefully, le- and lessons were learned from that, and because of that lesson that was learned, um, yeah, Amber subsequently got the best possible care. Um, so hopefully, if, we, if they can bring in these sort of annual checks for players, mm. and that may be a lesson to be learned, because we've seen it happen before, both here and overseas, and yeah. players have survived, but unfortunately they've died as well. Mm. And you know, it we're, we're sort of at the age where like the main was probably Mark Vivian Foyer was like the, the sort of yeah. one, sort of our, mm. our, our sort of generation. And I think, uh, yeah. to be honest, when I saw that happen, I thought, Jesus Christ! Yeah, that was. I remember seeing that live, and it was just awful. Do you know what I was terrified horrendous. about at the time? Weird in a weird way, and and it was clearly evident very early on that something serious had happened but I was worried that and certain players who, who I won't name who fake injury and pretend they're not injured can I just I was just praying it wouldn't undermine the fact that he was seriously injured and the referee wasn't at all cynical about it because mm. any every second counts mm. and hopefully those players who do fake injury can actually have a look at themselves because mm. it, every, like I say every second counts you need to get to the players as quickly as possible right. and you've got these players who roll around and, and pretend to be injured when they're not and, and that re- really can undermine it but mm. I have to say I think Howard Webb was, was superb yeah, brilliant. And, and, and to be honest his background is you know ideal for that That's sort right, of situation yeah. Yeah. he's a policeman wasn't he yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he still is a policeman isn't he on sabbatical um, for five years quite I think he's going to be a policeman again when he oh, goes back possibly. imagine that He's got a lot of authority, yeah. however. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, he, he dealt with it absolutely superbly well, I thought. Yeah, indeed. Well, you know, we, our thoughts and wishes and prayers go out to, you know, Moamba and, and all concerned. But, um, absolutely. Yeah. Um, elsewhere in, in the FA Cup, uh, Everton drew one all at home to Sunderland. Great game. It, mm. it was a good game. Um, Barsley was a great goal for yeah, Sunderland. It was sniper-esque. It was, <laughs> wasn't it? Um, I thought Drenthe should have had a penalty or Everton should have had a penalty Drenthe was excellent Drenthe went down I always think Drenthe should have a penalty is that right I love him he's brilliant <laughs> do you know something he's not Ca- been crazy enough though caught a final at the, the FA Cup at Goodison Park yeah. proper old fashioned <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's, right, that's yeah. a great venue for a cup tie that. It is. I love Goodison Park we don't I've never actually been I've been to we don't have those semi-finals in, no. in those grounds Villa Park, Park as well Villa yeah. Park is such a huge part of the FA Cup and that, uh, that's that's as much as why I hate it being at Wembley as anything else mm. the fact that you don't get those mm. actual club grounds used as neutral grounds well, it was you know, Villa- it's, it's nice it's a real yeah. sort of Villa Park and Old Trafford it was wasn't it yeah, yeah. And, and Highbury ones 
Chelsea versus well, Wimbledon. I think it depends who gets through to the semis. Yeah, it depends yeah. on the Yeah, because cool, Chelsea favorite. v Wimbledon, there's no point in. No, yeah. you know. <laughs> Let's do it with Villa. Yes, yeah. <laughs> well, they did that once, didn't they? I can't remember who it was. <laughs> the Spurs are. Uh, well, it's, 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 it's oh, happened. Yeah. It's happened when you've got because, and it happens because there's Wembley for the semis now. So it's annoying when commentators go, "Oh, and, and the quarterfinals about to kick off one game from Wembley." It just seems yeah, wrong. It just yeah. undermines yeah. the final. And then when you've got United and City in the cup final like last season, yeah. where yeah. they have to come all the way down to London. Well, yeah, like yeah, if you've got like a Liverpool Newcastle final, just yeah. have it Old Trafford. Is there yeah. not yeah. enough events that they could just slide in instead of the uh, of the semis? It just you know, just stick a more across yeah. match. It will it be that. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be like it'll be the FA Cup. Semi-final between, say, Liverpool and Newcastle, and monster trucks. Yeah. They just have to play around them <laughs> at half time because they've got to claw that money back somehow, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, How yeah, long till it's the quarterfinals at Wembley? How long till every game? Is at Wembley? <laughs> yeah. England Euro '96 brings to mind. But yeah, one all there. Um, I thought it was a good header from uh, Tim Cahill. Actually, did well mm. to react. He was kind of in the air, and then uh, he's not been as m- amongst the goals as much as he. He hasn't, no. But um, yeah, Everton will be disappointed they didn't uh, they didn't win that one. Tim Cahill has been sort of just working his balls off for about eight years now. Though. You yeah. know, he must be knackered. Do you yeah. still dislike him, Pete? Uh, not as much as I did. Because he doesn't uh, score, so he doesn't do that celebration. He, yeah, he doesn't do that. He doesn't do the celebration. He, he hasn't scored against Newcastle for a little while, and he's uh, been quite sort of vocal or obnoxious, yeah. really. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool beat Stoke City two one. Luke and I've got them down to win the competition. Yeah. Uh, Downing and Crouch on the score sheet. Eh? Should both players be in line for the Euros? We're, we're, sorry, Jim. You want, you want, you want to? Yeah, I would say on on Peter Crouch, I, I wouldn't take him. I think it's time to. I think he's had his time. I think it's time to look at something different and move on from that sort of um, selection, personally. Okay. And he also scores. With, with da- yeah, he does, <laughs> yeah, it's he does, true, but he's I got d- a very very good England record. He has, but they tend to be against sort of. It, it, his stats flat to deceive a bit. You know, he got like a hat trick against Trinidad and Tobago, and he's he's, he's got some Jamaica. Jamaica. I, can, I can only score who I've got in front of me. Well, he, he scored. It was Jamaica. He scored against Trinidad. And the, the guy's dreadlocks for, for yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the, can I just that yeah, on, yeah. Uh, any question um, that, that's asked about this? Can I just stress this again? Please do. Even if we get through the group, we're going out. <laughs> it's yeah, Italy yeah, yeah. or Spain. Okay, so it doesn't Whoever's matter. Whoever's leading the take line, it want. doesn't matter. Take the four of us. <laughs> take the four of us and Grant Holt. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. but one thing's worth mentioning as well with Downing though is that we've got a, a quite an abundance of players in those positions. Yeah. I mean, it's a very competitive area of the pitch, possibly the most competitive area we've yeah, got. I'd say so so yeah. you could you could justify not taking Downing because he's not performed in terms of goals and assists this season. No, he, at all. he really, really hasn't. He's been and terrible. There are players who deserve to go in those positions. Like over, uh, there are so many players over him. Uh, oh, even even Scott Sinclair, you might argue. He's yeah, got a better yeah. shout. Scott Sinclair. Well, we'll talk about Swansea in, in, in a moment. But it was a good win for Liverpool. Kind of reasonably rooted. I'd say and, um, they seem a good mm. cup team this season. Yeah, they're so do. tough to beat at home, mm. and and that's that goes a long way when you when you're in a cup competition. And you get those home draws. So well, they're not at home for the next round, no, are they? Yeah. Well, they wouldn't be anyway. Be I've got a theory. Part of <laughs> <laughs> I've got a theory on this. The part of the reason they're so tough to beat at home is because in secret, what Kenny Dalglish has done is he's used Andy Carroll as a centre back, mm. but up front. This is a silly theory. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like gives you that extra sort of kind Protection. of strength. Yeah, it yeah. gives you that extra shield. Yeah. He's like. Uh, the big Welshman John Charles so, yeah yeah. at the back and up <laughs> but can I just stress nowhere near as good <laughs> yeah. yeah sorry John uh, 400 times more expensive <laughs> right uh, Chelsea 5 Leicester City 2 yeah. Fernando Torres with a brace Pete oh sad Nando yeah. you wait 5 oh, months you wait 5 dear. months for a goal or whatever it was 5 months or something wasn't it yeah, 2 it come along against Leicester he did play very very well he though, although well. he very nearly like scuffed his shot wide for the f- first goal I actually but, thought know, it was quite involved and everything it was quite tricky to get out of his he, feet. Didn't, he didn't mean it no he didn't do you not no I don't think he did I'll at all I'll give him something he's been no, playing well he, for a, a, a little it. while yeah. but you know he's just not had that sort of uh, oh it's exactly what he needed like, well he's found his level take nothing away from Leicester though they were very they were very, very good, good well. they played well for a team that could see the five goals yeah. I, 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 I sort of I mean I, I do know how it happened because Chelsea are very good compared to someone like Leicester City but Leicester City played well Ben Marshall's goal no, absolute what a beauty yeah. beauty yeah. absolute hit well, there was a moment wasn't there where they could have made it 4-3 yeah. Yeah. and he was <laughs> but what, then uh, Morello scored what did Dan Hansen say about Marshall's goal it was a decent hit <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, I, I did find this quite funny when Di Matteo was in the press conference after the game there was a question from the press uh, somebody I'm not too sure who it was about Torres and he, and he asked Di Matteo about Torres he's a striker and they live by scoring goals is that just what he needed Question what mark. a waste of a question! Absolutely, yeah. yeah. This is your moment, mate. <laughs> right? You got a chance here. Yeah. Don't get many questions. Make it a good one. But there's no excuse for that, is there? Because if he's if he's quite new to the whole thing, he's, he's that was his big moment. Yeah. And if he, but if he isn't new, then he should be 
Be- questions of yeah, that. How did you write Torres, Mores, Flores? <laughs> it's really confusing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what was that last bit again? Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> There's not enough of that in press conferences. No one, <laughs> no one actively takes a piss in press conferences. Yeah. Enough, like and I heard someone's phone go off again and I was going, Der Roy Keane, yeah. 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 You can answer that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Now let's go to the Premier League where Swansea were at it again. <laughs> Passing uh, the opposition to death. It was Fulham this time at Cottage, um, and they're just brilliant. They are, aren't they? I mean, there's no. <laughs> you at the game? Were you? I wasn't at the game. Oh, no, okay. um, but they. I mean, there was one moment where they they kept the ball for. I think Manchester they showed it for a minute and thirty eight seconds. Was yeah. that when they scored the second goal? It's just before that. I think. Yeah, it was just before that. There was there was a, there was when they scored the second goal. They 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 got possession from I think the keeper or certainly one of the defenders mm. passed it all the way up the pitch cross went in and it was over hit mm. but I think it was Danny Graham who retrieved it and they just went all the way back to the keeper and started again mm. and scored you know yeah. it, I mean it was just like okay well I mean they're, they're sort of, everyone's sort of talking about um, you know Swansea being the blueprint for a Premier League uh, team certainly coming up from uh, playing attractive football and you know playing the football in the right way and stuff I'm thinking they're a blueprint for England, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. But a, a lot of those players are English in yeah. that lineup. And Welsh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah there's, there's a number English. of Englishmen as well. I, I think that um, Michael Cox made a good point about <clears throat> how the best way to, to sort of beat them is to press them really hard and make them keep mm. the kick it long. Yeah. Um, but the, the most surprising, and, and obviously Fulham didn't do that, Fulham did make them look quite well, good. Well, Swansea did it themselves. I mean, there's a great example with Danny Graham in the first half when he closed down uh, right. Mark Schwarzer. They didn't score from it, I don't believe, but it uh, very nearly led to a goal. And they just kept that sort of pressure up. The well, whole to be time. fair, Fulham was slightly unlucky. It could have gone either way. It was, all, it was all the more impressive, but I don't agree with that. No, I, I don't. No, no, I thought Fulham, I, at times, you know, Fulham had a, a couple of chances. I don't think 3 0 was the fair score, though. I think Swansea were good value for the win, but not by three goals. Well, uh, Schwarzer made a bit of an error for the third, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I mean, there was a couple of cock-ups as well but, for the third. But, but the, the thing about Swansea Senderos, wasn't it, fell over. It was good because because Fulham are, are well-known. Uh, we've been we've been there before. We've been there this mm. season. We've seen them play at home, and we, and we saw them pull Newcastle apart. Mm, and yeah. they, they play the, they play it well, nicely, and they keep mm. it on the floor and all those other cliches. But but Swansea didn't let them do that, and that's why it's so impressive. Now Swansea, you could say it reminds me a little bit of Ipswich when they kept, got promoted a number of years ago. Well, they got right. sixth or seventh, they did. And, and they really struggled the next season because people yeah. found them out. I don't classic, know if it's going to happen this season. I think season. I think it's different because Ipswich relied a bit on Marcus Stewart's goals. Yeah, it did. Swansea have got goals. All over the yeah. team. Mm-hmm. Sigurdsson's made a real difference. Oh, Hopefully, has. they'll be able to afford to actually sign him from yeah. Hoffenheim. They've got. I mean, they've got yeah. to keep him. He's, he's a great player. What I wanted to say is, is that if they had found their feet away from home earlier in the season, well, yeah. they'd be doing even better. Yeah. <laughs> they'd be even higher because at home they've been brilliant. Away they've started to find their form, um, but earlier in the season they struggled at home. Yeah, and and that, can, that's easy to say, though, mate, isn't it? You've got to remember they are coming up from the championship. Got, it's going to take them a while to find their feet. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Pete, you touched on it just then. You know, Swansea they were clapped off again by by the opposition fans, the home yeah. fans. Well, it's just so entertaining. But people see the value, the entertainment, the quality, and the style of play. Why don't more managers sort of think? Well, hang on a minute here. They've not got the riches of other clubs. They've they've not got the big names. This can be achieved. This can mm. be done. But I don't know if it's, is it as simple as just saying all right, passing triangles quickly and you know just, just give each other options. I mean, well, I saying it, that and implementing that are not the same, are they? You've sure, got to get the just, whole it's thing working to that ball, rhythm. It's all about what players do off the ball for me. Just m- get, making sure that you're an open man. You know, you can't. Yeah. It, there's so many times where you just sort of right. I am a winger. I am going to stay here on yeah. the wing. I am in midfield. So yeah. I'm going to stay in midfield. Support your man, and then he's got an option, and then you know if somebody's got your back, it, it's it's not. I think it's a com- I think yeah. it's a combination of things, which is that you got those two players in front of the back for Britain and Allen, yeah, um, and and Brendan Rodgers is obviously signed players and trained players with this style in mind. But what they do, which I like, which you could see, I'd like to see an awful lot more in England teams, um, especially as Pete's mentioned, is that you know. Sometimes when you've got the ball, it's okay to give it square and get it back mm, again. Yeah. There's nothing on, and there's no problem with doing that for a minute and a half, two minutes. The problem you have in this country is you've got players one that don't really like doing that. You've got mm. players who like doing sort of blood and thunder, you know, siege tower strikers and sixty yard passes and an, imp- and an impatient crowd. And you've also got crowds that get on your back. Yeah, and I've 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 been at. Um, I mean, I use Fratton Park as an example because it's it's the, it's the it's the stadium I've been to the most. If you start knocking it, even if you're two nil up and you start knocking it around the back four. Mm. The crowd get on their back. They, <laughs> yes. just, they don't like it. They start booing. They get antsy about it. And, and credit to Swansea fans. They obviously don't do that. And and and, and Swansea are benefiting from it. They're too busy going all there. I imagine. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Other fun can be had while that's going. You on. mentioned Sinclair um, earlier. Yeah. I mean, he scored seven this season. I think he got a handful last season yeah. from 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 a sort of a wide forward position. Um, he's having a great. He's having a great time of it. Yes, he is. 
I wouldn't, I wouldn't be averse to him being in the England team. England do have a lot of wingers at the minute, don't they? Yeah, they do. It's strange. I mean, do you remember there was a time we just didn't have anyone to play on the left? So Paul Skulls playing on the left. Yeah, for <laughs> ages. Embarrassment yeah. of riches. Well, he could be back in the middle, though, come the summer. Yeah, indeed. Who knows? Can I just say, he wasn't the worst left midfield player we had in the yeah, no, time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, enter Steve Guppy. Now, uh, Steve actually, Frog- Guppy wasn't a bad one. Frogger. But yeah, he wasn't international class. Uh, Wigan won, West Brom won. Wigan dominated, but they just couldn't get what a bit yeah, of, I, would have been a priceless win on this game I do just want to um, congratulate Sean Massey on getting that um, offside decision right I mean she's there's so much to know isn't there with an offside decision if you are listening there love well done you've earned your vote yeah. we're delighted so, for you the same way we were a year ago yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. keep it up Yeah, well done you <laughs> for um, idiots because uh, <laughs> <laughs> you will get emails and tweets etc <laughs> yeah just click that unfollow button. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, did you hear what Paul Sharma said about Wigan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to play for them and yeah. he said, well, it's no surprise they're down with there. They can't score goals and they can see too many. <laughs> Cheers. Well, that was the extent of his post match. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I, li- I, li- I like it. That uh, Wigan Casino is rubbish. Yeah. It's peaked a long time ago. We had, we had the old cliche as well on, on Match of the Day when uh, Malumbu um, was, was booked for West Brom when he, when he mm. kind of pushed, um, was it Fletcher? Yeah. For, for Wigan and it was all, well, he's raised his hands. The letter of the law says if you've raised your hands, you've got to be sent off are we the only ones yeah Jonathan Pierce went further than that and said yeah. if he raises his hands above chest height the rules state he has to go yeah what that's, a, he's <laughs> that's, made, that's, that's waving literally <laughs> nothing in the rules yeah. Malumbu's an absolute unit yeah. Yeah. it's a really really good yeah. player Maybe, I, think, I, think it's in the, I think it's in the rules if Malumbu raises <laughs> his hands yeah. Yeah. run yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, not, it's not an aggressive act it's an act of war he can punch a tree down it's become a lawless pitch absolutely he does you know that a bonus level in Street Fighter they kick the car in yeah Malumbu yeah. does that like for training that's yeah. right for yeah. breakfast yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know what I mean no, that's, that's, not what, that's what Bentner does in Newcastle City so. yeah. 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 he got that yeah. off didn't he apparently it was just Lee Clattermore did that oh did he ah, <laughs> okay very good Jim very good um, so yeah uh, two points really dropped for Wigan there when they yeah. really should have won it's a funny one with Wigan because they are actually playing really well like really really yeah. well and then they get to sort of the point where they're meant to finish and it's just utterly brainless like clown like there was some yeah. really hilarious misses going on I do just wonder if they can keep up this sort of level of performance when it really really comes to the crunch I think they might I think they might win a couple of games just from you have to be a bit more, bit more ruthless you see teams do it when it gets towards the end of the season they're just more ruthless because they absolutely have, have to, to be yeah. and I think Wigan have got all the tools in place to allow them to do that Yeah, it's three from that bottom five uh, for yeah. me I think Wolves are, in, are absolutely struggling and bottom three are all on the same points yeah that's right yeah well because Wolves got hammered by Manchester United 5-0 mm-hmm. Um, I hate it when just teams just go yeah it's Man U it doesn't matter if we lose 5 it does matter it matters when oh, you for lose confidence, for yeah. confidence well, they were yeah. a man down as well they, they were a man I down know, but it was the manager I know what you're saying it's, well, it's no shame to lose fucking. it is yeah. and also it, it is it's just proper belly tickling that was for yeah. me I don't care if it was 10 men <laughs> Zubar made an outrageous decision there or an outrageous yeah. couple of decisions and it's, and, it's, and it's been a season for that I mean we mentioned Nolan um, it's happened once or twice around um, sort of other players. Rooney. As well. If you're one, of, yeah, if you're one of Zubar's teammates, <laughs> and you're at home to United, you're fighting for your life, you're a goal down, but yeah. you're not playing bad. You've had a few chances, and he goes and does that. Thanks, I'd, mate. I'd find him as much yeah. as I could. I would because <laughs> you, you cannot do that. Well, you're round. I mean, yeah. You're round. Perhaps, yeah. perhaps the difference between between us and professional footballers when we played in that tournament, which we won, you got yeah. sent to Simbin in the final when the lad went through and go. And I, as you walked up, I went, "Well, I mate, you have to do that." <laughs> <laughs> no. Luke's actual word was, "He's just so quick for me." Yeah. <laughs> even that's though it's like my way of explanation, even though you can relate that to any player. Yeah, even though it was like <laughs> defending the Alamo for the last few minutes, you know, yeah. they yeah. they do play at very different levels. Though I think it's fair to say. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm just trying <laughs> to inject a bit of rambleness yeah. into. Uh, Rumble uh, mist, <laughs> yeah, whatever. I, th- it is. I think the, the Wolves owners have got to be look, kicking themselves. Oh, yeah. no, no, I don't want. I don't want to get on Terry Connors back. He's doing his best job he can. Um, he's also an ex ex Pompey striker as well. So I'll give him a bit of a uh, bit of leeway. But mm. who's Very the best? Good man, of you. Very who's the best man you. to get him out of that position right now? Mourinho Mick McCarthy's done it already Oh okay right You you can do it now Chicharito's um, His first goal Was He scored it like Almost like Michael Jackson He did a sort of little (laughs) twist As he scored it He loves scoring goals Yeah He can't get the smile off Yeah he does love it It's great Um, I read something interesting Um Around on the, in the match report Of this game I forget who wrote it now But um, Paul Scholes Has never received A single Ballon d'Or vote Wow. Is that right? He's never got a single vote That's obscene And the list of players Who have got more votes than him Is quite funny 
it's like there's Canute's got a few and all this <laughs> sort of an stuff. anti-ginger conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? My goodness. Um, uh, yeah, well, we're same with Manchester United, just briefly. They're out of the Europa League. I have to mention uh, that they lost to 2-1 to Bilbao in Bilbao. 5-3 on aggregate. Bilbao looking very good. Also, though, uh, Manchester City went out um, of the Europa League on away goals. They beat Sporting 3-2 Manchester, but obviously um, lost 1-0 away. But Joe Hart nearly won the tie right at the end with a header. I didn't see that. Did, Did you not? not for, for some reason, I... Cause you, in my mind thinking about me watching that match I assume you guys were with me because <laughs> when Joe Hart nearly headed it was such a Cause, dec- cause it was a decent header because Lisbon were 2-0 up yeah. as well mm. and so City came back so if he'd scored they would have gone through it would have been incredible <laughs> yeah. and it was just a it was just a nice little header cushion headed at the back post uh, Kipper managed to just claw it away on yeah. fingertips and I remember sort of thinking like for some reason, feeling like you guys were near me somehow. Because I thought they're gonna be so excited about they see this. Because <laughs> I certainly am. I haven't seen Goalkeepers, it. Goalkeepers, headers. But um, Bill oh. Barrow, Bill Barrow have got um, Schalke the next round, haven't they? Mm. Yeah, that's that such a tie. That, that is going to be a great tie. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, there's a there's a few uh, Spanish teams left in in the Europa League, isn't there? There's uh, uh, Valencia and Athletic uh, Atletico Madrid. So you fancy uh, one of them perhaps to? Why well, is Schalke though? Yeah, they've got they've yeah. got some firepower in that team. Schalke. I love Schalke. It looks yeah, good, strong, exciting. Team. Perhaps the, the the most interesting one less left are uh, uh, Metalist Kharkov from yeah. the Ukraine. They play at Metalist Stadium. I don't know much about them, but they sound great. Yeah, do, that, that, yeah is it Yaya that felt that Brazilian fellow used to play for them? Is he still playing for them? I'm not sure. I, I'm I'm not, I don't about know them, about no. anything about Metalist, but it just sounds like. I'd like to Metallica support, should play there or something. I might make them my Ukrainian team. Yeah, good. <laughs> on the name, on the name alone. Um, anyway, back to uh, the UK. We're going to the Championships, where Leeds drew one all with West Ham. It ended up being a good point for West Ham, probably because it was an injury yeah. time winner. But they have uh, dropped off the pace, though. The Irons are down to third. They're having a slump because Reading have moved in. Well, let's get it into perspective. West it's Ham have, have, have spent a lot of money. Mm. I mean, look. At, remember, they signed Nolan on a load of cash. Yeah, on Premier League um, wages, basically. Yeah, and they've, and they've they've got a really tough run in as well. I wouldn't be mm. surprised if they dropped out of that top. Their two. goal difference isn't great as well. Permanently, mm. well, yeah, three, three points below Reading with a game in hand. But you know, Reading, they're just surging, aren't they? Yeah, but Reading, they're only two points off the top. I mean, and, and only just as well. They, they could have been top because uh, Millwall nearly beat Southampton. Ricky Lambert with a hat trick. He was celebrating again. He would celebrate. Yeah, he's second and third in the eighty fourth and eighty seventh minute. Both La- pens. Lambert's first penalty was just. Yeah, yeah, top corner, absolutely Beautiful. rocket. See, the, the, the would, it, would, it, would it be fair to say that in January Wigan should have taken a gamble to someone like Lambert? Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. I, th- I think again, we always. I think we've said it a few times. Well, they did that. that with, a bit of an opportunity. They did that with Victor Moses to an extent, didn't they? And he's just not brought the goals they would yeah. hope. I mean, his overall play has, has attributed, uh, contributed rather a lot to Wigan. But, but Moses has never been a, a sort of. I mean, he's still very young, but he's never been mm. a real. 25 goals a season man no but you got the impression they wanted that from him because yeah. I think there was a kind of assumption he's he not an out and forward though. no but well he is, he's, he's just not a striker he's yeah. a forward but he's not a striker is he and mm. um, Lambert maybe he's there what you were mentioning earlier Jim what, what I was referencing was maybe he, if someone like Lambert was there to finish off moves yeah. because I know sometimes when players get promoted to the Premier League they don't always pull it off but I mean Holt's done it this season mm. Graham's, Danny Graham's done, done it yeah. Yeah. in fact Norwich have a lot of players that have, you know, it's easy to forget actually you can, Paul Lambert deserves credit he signed a hell of a lot of players for Norwich in pre-season I think they were probably the busiest club in pre-season mm. and I'm not sure any of them were from the Premier League no. it's just, his scouting was just mm. superb I think I think that's it, isn't it? You've hit the nail on the head there. That some strikers come up and 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 people think, well, they can't do it. But it's the whole team can't do it. They don't get the service. They don't get yeah. the chances. Yeah. And we're going to blunt, aren't they? They're, yeah, they're missing in that key area. Exactly. Yeah. If you get one chance every two games, and it puts a whole lot of pressure on you and whatnot, yeah. it's very difficult. But we're going to make it all sorts. Yeah. Of well, this is what we're saying. Yeah. We're going to get in the chances. So you'd yeah. imagine if Lambert's yeah. on the end of them instead of perhaps. Well, Boyce, well, well if know. you look at something like uh, another striker came from the Championship, something like Andy Carroll. Look at this service. He's not getting a Liverpool with, yeah. uh, with Downing mm. misfiring. Like, you wouldn't believe it's just, yeah. it's, just, it's just one of those things again back at Wigan I think they would have expected more from Franco De Santo yeah mm. and, and they had um, they had Barini as well didn't they mm. online from Chelsea who went to Italy is doing really well there now Reading's a funny old team because they're, they're, as we mentioned last week I mean, a huge run and in that run was a win a 1-0 win at home against Portsmouth who are yes, probably right. the worst team in the division well they're bottom yeah Yeah, and um, well points deduction but I mean now they're probably, of course, the, yeah, but now yeah. they're probably the worst team because they lost to their players but Reading were Really poor. They're mm. the, the most. It was one of the most average sort of performances for a team in that in that level of, of of the league that I've seen. 
Um, but they still ground out a win and well, they yeah, go away to Barnsley with 4-0 away you know, well, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a cliche in the Premier League and it's a truth in the Championship isn't it you still got to be able to win when you're not playing well and, and they're doing that that's what's mm. keeping the run going mm. yeah. uh, right let's go to Scotland where the Scottish League Cup final was played and Kilmarnock sensationally beat Celtic 1-0 mm. then 84th minute winner it's the first time Kilmarnock have won uh, that particular trophy Dieter van Tornelt it's his, a great name yeah, yeah the Belgian yeah. on his 27th birthday coming on and heading in the only goal Kilmarnock haven't conce- didn't concede a goal through the whole tournament get well, on that which is, which is remarkable and uh, so sadly though after the final whistle Liam Kelly the Kilmarnock midfielder his father Jack Kelly suffered a fatal heart attack mm. and it, oh, it was just terrible you know it, it, like it, him running down the tunnel next, stuff. next to the bench wasn't it yeah yeah it, it was. Uh, it, it apparently happened like you know, five minutes from the end of the match or something. Oh, did uh, it? Yeah. So it was. You know. It, oh right, I thought it was after. Um, a lot of tragedy no, this season, haven't we? Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's terrible. Strange. But yeah, right, right at the end, mm. uh, and, and of course they're celebrating, and then suddenly the, the lads told that, and oh dear, oh dear. Mm. Um, so so great for Kilmarnock, but incredibly sad for for Liam Kelly. The Kelly family, yes. Yeah, so yeah. Thoughts with them. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Uh, On to the SPL. Uh, Dundee United beat Rangers two one. Rangers, I mean, just. It's just awful for them at the minute, isn't it? Um, they only had five subs on the bench instead of the uh, allotted seven. And Ali McCoy said they could have had seven, but this because but because of injuries um, and youth team players not deserving a call up, they just went for five. <laughs> yeah, that's a funny one, harsh, isn't it? That, yeah. that is, this is not the time to be a sort of harsh discipline, disciplinarian. You know that is. <laughs> it's good, you know at some point when all the players leave because you're not paying them. Yeah, they're the players that are going to be playing for you, Ali. Well, one or two players have left uh, and have agreed to waive any come. Conversation and everything, haven't they? Which has yeah. been which has been a nice touch. Yeah. Um, yes, I mean, there's a big thing on Five Live about it this week, a sort of discussion and debate, and it doesn't look great for them, unfortunately. But that, the good thing about a club of size of Rangers is they've got they're always going to have interest because the, people, the difference between uh, it's the same with Leeds when they had real trouble there'll always be a group of people who's willing to get involved because they're a big club mm, you know, yeah. and, and that's definitely true of Rangers so fingers crossed they can pull out of it long term yeah. and sort it out it like, I think it's different from something like Rangers and, and your club it's just kind of like you just don't you've been through the ringer so many times mm. it's kind of why would you want to go and put more money into the coffers to just pay well, off more exactly. stinking mm. debt you know what Portsmouth I mean Portsmouth as it is at the moment isn't a viable business mm. it's not got enough it's not got a big enough stadium it's, it, it hasn't lived within its means traditionally for a number of years now and then this would be a, such a huge rescaling of ambitions mm. if at all they can get away with it that it's going to be very very unattractive to potential potential buyers and unfortunately that's just the way it is. It, it, as a supporter I would, I, I would resent ploughing money into the club buying shirts going you know, season ticket, uh, yeah. getting your season ticket, and all your oh. family involved because you know you might a you might not have yeah. a club in six months. B, yeah, I'm just servicing debt that we shouldn't have. Portsmouth have got to the stage where they're just looking for money to get them through to put off more debt. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's the equivalent of like some sort of you know borrowing Peter to pay for Paul all the time. Uh, clubs the size of Rangers, and, and I used Leeds as an example earlier, are much bigger. You know, Leeds. It's easy to see the attraction with someone like Leeds. There are one clubs, you know, one club yeah. one, in a big city. They've got a big mm. stadium. They've got a great tradition. They've won things. All those things definitely work in their favour. And Rangers are exactly the same. Yeah, they so are. fingers crossed, they, they can get it, get it, get it sorted. Yeah, they, I think there is another club in Glasgow. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> of course, there is. Yeah, but um, I, but the, yeah, they made they a bit of a, the they did they haven't given themselves the, the best of fighting of chances. According to um, Zico on the on the the Ramble forum, there was a post. Uh, and that is Zico today. Zico. Yeah, who knows? Um, <laughs> well, it isn't. Um, uh, he said that Rangers FC yesterday launched the Rangers Fans Fighting Fund, which was appeal to donate money via PayPal in order to keep the club running till the end of the season. Uh, the fans were advised to donate to assembly at bluenose.co.uk. Blue Nose is a common name for Rangers fans. And this was launch was attended by Ali McCoyst and legendary captain uh, Sandy Jardine and a host of uh, fan representatives. And so on and so forth. There was a slight problem, though, as Zico says. They listed the wrong PayPal address. It didn't belong to Rangers fans fighting fun, but in fact, a clown, <laughs> the kind you get at kids' birthday parties, named Mr. Custard. <laughs> so the correct address... That's a lot of custard. He's going to be able to buy. ...should have been assembly at thebluenose.co.uk. Oh, dear. Do right. we know how much money was donated? I don't know, but Mr. Hopefully, Custard... Yeah, yeah, hopefully it's it. enough that you can buy the club. Imagine if they had to sort of... <laughs> they wore, like, clowny kits with Massive, massive boots and yeah. things like that. They all turned up in a, in a little car and rolled out onto the pitch. And every time a manager gets sucked to, uh, sacked, he gets a, a custard pie in the face. Yeah, Mr. Custard come out to <laughs> <laughs> quite appropriate at the moment, to be honest. Mr. Custard, 
Lancaster wherever he is he's like a dog with two dicks at the moment <laughs> yeah. he's just rolling around like in, in the co- cartoon ducktails yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> lovely mention yeah. of ducktails yeah. there um, also in the SBL Motherwell beat Aberdeen 1-0 Stevie Hamill's beauty puts the well on the same points as Rangers mm. yeah, there was a big derby in Edinburgh wasn't there it was a big derby because the magnificent Gorgie boys beat the Hibs 2-0 that's 10 in a row I think on the Edinburgh on the Edinburgh scene yeah. so uh, up they go then into 6th position yeah. top half and it means something in Scotland <laughs> now T- oh. can I say title push amid all this chaos don't be, don't be ridiculous okay. <laughs> alright um, there's always next year as Jim said they're still going for last year's title yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and now he's touting next year do you know which what? is it, from the same run if you total yeah, up their points from last year and this year it might be enough for last yeah. year's title win um, now to La Liga where Real Madrid have dropped points at home so could Hearts get in there they could <laughs> um, I, you know it's it's, uh, it's not possible at the moment with UEFA but if Hearts the drum is banged enough then. Hearts have had enough of a really unfair duopoly in the league so they're <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right fresh start yeah <laughs> Oh dear. Well, yeah, Real Madrid, they dropped points at home to uh, Malaga. As we said earlier, they're a very nice gesture um, to Fabrice Mwamba and Eric Abadel, who's mm. un- undergoing a liver transplant um, with some t shirts and, and stuff at the beginning of the match. Can I just put this out there? I, I, I've said a long time ago now that Real Madrid will easily win the title, and I still think mm. they will, but just to play devil's advocate slightly, it's now eight points the gap. Yes. Um, and um, Classico is worth four points, isn't it? Barcelona's still got to play them, yeah, and, and their head to head record, if they win at the new camp, which they probably will. Mm. Will be better. So that's four points. Mm. You never know. You, ne- yeah. you never know. I, I you don't think though. I don't think just, Madrid will drop enough points, still, even with four points. Yeah, it's, it's still, it's still five points. Before that draw, um, they won eleven in a row. Mm. Did you yeah, see that free kick though? That oh, was not getting stopped. Yeah, that was yeah, not yeah. getting stopped by anybody. He's top a, top right, top left. Cazorla is the best player in that league outside Real Madrid and Barcelona, without a shadow of a doubt. Really, he's absolute class. Mm-hmm. Absolute class. Mourinho had some funny comments after the game. He said, "I won't criticise the referee, but he should have given us two enormous penalties." <laughs> but it's all, <laughs> but part of, what, it's all a part of the league, though. Uh, are the goals bigger in <laughs> yeah. these enormous penalties? Well, no. Yeah. Then he got a bit more ridiculous. He said, "I always take into account that we can win, lose, or draw. We always do our utmost to win, but we had to settle for a draw. That's La Liga." I think that's competitive sport isn't it is when he explaining the game yeah. to a child yeah. <laughs> I won't criticise the referee but he should have given us two penalties I'm <laughs> enormous not gonna, penalties I'm not going to have a go at you but you're a massive prick yeah. <laughs> well, you have had a go at me yeah, yeah. <laughs> your disclaimer was false yeah um, uh, Sevilla were beaten bar- by Barcelona 2-0 uh, Javi with a nice free kick it was and uh, also Messi's goal I think he's losing his touch because it was very left footed you know the, the dummy <laughs> and then the chip both yeah. on your left foot Messi's you know, goal was yeah. glorious very, yeah. very glorious where was the right foot Messi come yeah. on he never uses his right foot he, just, he literally hasn't found the need for it yet if it comes up yeah. oh might as well now well, it, it, 30. but doesn't yeah. he just turn up to the games He's not. He's, somebody said he wasn't actually well for home games he's never too sure who they're playing or something he just turns up and does his stuff I don't know whether that's true that or can't not be right. but I'd like to think that he'll look at the table and go what we're 8 points behind better start using the right then yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, I can use my right? chest as well I've never <laughs> scored with that yeah. um, Levante beat Villarreal injury time winner Levante from Javi Torres brilliant free kick it was although uh, it was uh, I think it came off the post and then it was um, rebounded in but they celebrated like it was 1999 but they've gone back into fourth level on points with Malaga mm. Mm. Uh, I tell you what uh, uh, they're uh, clinging on this yeah. is Incredible! We're, yeah. in, we're nearly in April. Yeah, and they're still up there. God bless them. God bless them. God bless them. Uh, into the Bundesliga we march. I think Jim's, Jim's oh. looking forward to Levante knocking Arsenal at the preliminary uh, Champions League yeah. qualifying. Cannot round. wait. Cannot wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dear, oh dear. Uh, let's go to the Bundesliga then, where Bayern Munich have scored a shed load of goals again. They beat mm. Hertha at Berlin six 0 in Berlin. They're just Twenty they're goals sh- in three games. <laughs> they're in shit form at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely shit form. <laughs> It's just unbelievable. I, don't, I didn't see the game. Did, did Gomez score again? Did he get another hat trick? He didn't get a hat trick, did he? No, I'm not sure he scored, but they, they've gone 6 0, 7 1, 7 0, 2 0, I think. Yeah. In the last four games. I, I, I know we've, we've all just sort of got a sort of round table consensus here that we think Real Madrid will probably win the Champions League this mm. season. But I tell you what, for Isn't me, Bayern yeah. Munich, they'll have a say. Well, do you remember they lost uh, away to Basel, though, didn't they? Um, One nil. Yeah, I mean, then they beat them seven. Yeah, but yeah. I know, but they were they were at home, weren't they? And obviously, it makes your away form is so crucial in the Champions League. Mm. So you know, we shall see. That might be a bit of an Achilles heel for them. Yeah, well, they're they're still in second, five points off Dortmund at the top. Did who, you see uh, Tony Cruz and uh, Frank Ribery having paper rock scissors for the free kick? Oh yeah, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Adore that. Yeah. 
Unbelievable stuff. Uh, Schalke are in fourth, hot on the heels of Mönchengladbach in third. Schalke beat Kaiserslautern 4 1 away. Everton fan Lewis Holtby got the scoring underway with a great strike. Yeah, and, and, a great, score, and a great celebration as well. Connor flag guitar. Yeah, oh, and, then he, and then he pops it back in the ground. Respectful. Yeah. Damn right. Like it's back on its stand. <laughs> yeah, German efficiency at its best. Yeah. Yeah. I like a bit, a bit of metal, yeah. a bit of Ramstein. Mm. Then put it back in. Probably yeah. tuned it up first. Yeah, you did, yeah. <laughs> Filled a form in. <laughs> <laughs> 34 goals this season or something I think that's the record or something the, um, the Schalke record is that right apparently I think, I think that's right I may be right so yeah. Huntelaar not Hunt. questionable facts yeah that's Huntelaar yeah Hunt yeah, yeah Huntelaar yeah he scored he got one in Raul scored a peach as well I was just thinking about Raul like I thought to myself oh yeah another, just one or two sort of seasons at Schalke kind of yeah. maybe fade he's done brilliantly another he arrow another arrow yeah Smash. he's um, scored his 400th goal recently yeah he, such a good move goal. for him really wasn't it yeah it was and really really good that he went to another country you know it just it's, I, I love when, when players do that in their sort of a, a, a totally different style of older days. Well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. well done to Raul. actually Van Nistelrooy was sort of um, roundly applauded. At, um, Real Madrid, at Madrid wasn't when he came off Malaga, which is nice to see. Yeah, as well. it is. Well, we mentioned Bayern Munich in the Champions League. There, we have to say that uh, Chelsea beating Napoli four-one to progress five-four mm. aggregate was Very a impressive. was a great turnaround. It really was. They Napoli were, looked exhausted by yeah half-time. I, I think they shit themselves a little bit as well, and they got tired towards the end. Hugely, yeah. there was only going to be one winner in extra time. Wasn't yeah, there? their ambition seemed to wane as well. It was it was weird. Yeah, but full credit to Chelsea when they turned that around. The yeah. Regardless of what you talk about, their senior players sort of undermining managers, and we saw Terry giving instructions from the bench, which is quite sort. <laughs> Chilling yeah. but the bottom line is they won the well a sign England. of things to come. But ju- judge them on the results, they won the game. Yeah. You know, they did what they had to do. And you know, will Chelsea fans or Abramovich care if they win the Champions League this season? No, I, don't well, I think they will care. Well, no, we won't care how it was done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If they get Avram Grant back, they'll have a great, <laughs> great get chance back to the, the final. final. Last time Avram Grant was a manager, John Terry cried. So they're getting back. Yeah, yeah. and Peter Kane, and then you, you can move on. You can move on, Terry. You won't yeah. mind as much. Yeah. We started off praising Chelsea, there, didn't we? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Week, if Chelsea not, win the Champions League, we just League. can't do it. If, no. che- if Chelsea win the Champions League, then they will play in the competition next season, regardless of whoever finishes fourth in the Premier yeah. League. Jim, mm. they're, well, they're, they're England's only remaining. Uh, team in, in Europe yeah. yeah well they've got Benfica in the next round you'd probably fancy yeah, them for, I mean Benfica are looking good and they've obviously uh, got a couple of decent results against Manchester United two draws I think it was but um, I still fancy Chelsea I think Chelsea yeah. will be the favourites that time and they're in the semi and, and once you're in the semi-final you, you've got you know, you've got obviously got a decent chance That's well right. I mean the, the great thing for Chelsea which is you know obviously worked against them and uh, we've said before Vyash Bawash might have been trying to move on too quickly is they do have that absolute wealth of experience especially in games like this you know and a way trip to Benfica is it, quite a kind of straightforward thing for a lot of those players they've done that sort of thing so many times you know yeah. um, elsewhere in the Champions League Applewell and Nicosia uh, mm. are against Real Madrid I thought it was a bit of a shame actually because they, they will get done over but then you know it's great for Nicosia to have Real Madrid turn up yeah, absolutely. Of course, you know. yeah. I have to say um, I have to mention this that, uh, when Real Madrid beat uh, CSK Moscow 4-1 at home 5-2 on Agro of course you know I mean they, they look great they've, on, they've yeah. wonderful form they're the biggest team in the world Yep. Yeah, yeah. They've got a lot of history themselves. That's right. Won, yeah. um, won it more than anyone's ever won it. Jeff Shreves yeah. was was over there. Jeff oh, yeah. Sky Sports. Jeff Shreves. He's over there. He's interviewing Jabby Alonso after the game. One was, of he, best was he working? <laughs> <laughs> he was actually working. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay, yeah. One of the best midfielders playing for one of the best teams in the world. Right. He's just come off the pitch having beaten Cisco Monster comfortably 4 1. A routine win in yeah. the last 16 of the Champions League. Yeah. And he says, Jabby, the uh, story of the night is Chelsea. What did you think of their turnaround? I don't know, I was playing. Yeah. <laughs> I, was I had something on, Jeff, yeah. you massive <laughs> bell piece. Were you at the game, Jeff? Because I've just been playing. Can we have like every late year we have a, a Shreve Tuesday where we all just all day we just abuse Sh- Jeff yeah. Shreve for being an absolute toilet face. That's every that's every Tuesday, isn't it? It should be Tuesday. every Tuesday. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like you don't tell, you don't just tell your girlfriend you love her on Valentine's Day. You tell her every day, <laughs> Tell Shreves every day you hate him. Yeah, because every day it's true. Yeah, <laughs> I hate you double that I hate you yesterday, <laughs> and I hate you half as much. So I'm gonna hate you tomorrow. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> What an idiot That's what Alonso Would have been thinking yeah. God I thought we were rid of you yeah. You're half the reason I moved out yeah. here yeah. Yeah. You're inane Bell Probing pass. after yeah. games Jeff Reeves You can tell Jeff Reeves sort of Goes back to his sort of Mates at, uh, back in the pub And tells about how much He's really good mates With Alonso Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh we go way back Don't uh, worry Me and Jabs Yeah me and Jabs oh, yeah. But he Alonso didn't even play for Chelsea. No. It's not like it was Liverpool. Oh, your old club's done well. Yeah. I could understand it's that. Not, I can't what? imagine like his manager from the touchlines going, Chelsea have, t- have clawed back. <laughs> yeah. Like but he wouldn't know. He, he wouldn't know. Why what has happened, Jeff? Fill us in, you 
twat. He's the smuggest prick on television. Yeah, he is. Keys and Grove. I mean, what what was he expecting Alonso to say? What did Alonso say? Alonso just sort of said, "Well, that's the great." I think he said something like, "That's the great thing about the Champions League. You can throw up these results." I mean, what else? I don't understand what. What's the, what's the point of Shreve's asking? What's the point question? of Shreve's? Yeah, yeah. That's right, <laughs> what yeah. you'd have been perhaps more accurate with, but um, you could imagine him though being all smug in the stadium, like when Real Madrid get the third and the fourth, and they're knocking it around and going, well, "This is all very well, but uh, do you know what's happening at the Stamford Bridge, guys?" So yeah, in England, this is this is all invalid. I could imagine really moaning about having to go to Madrid as well. Yeah. Oh, oh, what the Chelsea game? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. So we, we needed oh. to say that. Um, and then the other two uh, remaining fixtures in the Champions League left Marseille versus Bayern Munich you'd probably fancy Bayern for that mm. I imagine and Milan versus Barcelona Ooh. ladies and gentlemen hello uh, Zlatan will go back to the to the Camp Nou and for everybody who tweeted me he will play in this one yeah. don't you worry about that unless he's actually injured of course yeah. which um, he won't be yeah because he is he, he'll, be, he'll be up for this yeah yeah. do you reckon can he do it Jim uh, I think Barca will go through. Although you know, we've, I've seen firsthand. I'm still having nightmares about it. How uh, <laughs> how good Milan are. Yeah. But uh, you know, I, just, I, I think it's going to be a Barca Madrid final, guys. <sighs> That'd be great. Imagine it. That'd it's about time. Great. We've been promised that a few seasons. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely yeah. can be a Barca Madrid final, right? Because yeah. I drew the semis as well, and I forget what the draw was. It, 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 it could be. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right then, Luke. Off you go to Diego Corner. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Right. What's happening over there? Hello, everyone. Um, it's well, it's normal stuff, really. But right, um, right. but I mean, as as these things work, as sure as night follows day, uh, Pele says something. So Diego, El Diego, has to respond. Pele recently <laughs> said, "It's true." Which I mean, if you take this sort of because Diego's not mentioned at all, is he? In what Pele no, says here. But I just want to just touch on the fact that if you take this Pele sort of quote out in isolation it is still the most outrageously arrogant <laughs> quote <laughs> admittedly from probably the best footballer of all time fair enough but with great power becomes great responsibility you know it'd be nice to see a bit of sort of modesty and yep. that sort of stuff he says I was born to play football just like Beethoven was born to write music <laughs> I mean, come on I don't blame Diego for this I don't blame do you Diego think, do you think Diego though he types in Pele into a search engine and just clicks refresh he gets, refresh. He gets a Google, oh there's one he gets a Google no, he's, he's all yeah. the things like Pele prick yeah. Pele dickhead yeah like just stuff like yeah. that just to Pele. sort of satisfy yeah. his own belief in no, he's got a Google of that Pele, Pele quote yeah so he just gets an email through whenever definitely, it happens, definitely. Yeah. And, and, Marad, and El Diego <laughs> says if Pele thinks he's the Beethoven of football then I'm Ronnie Wood Keith Richards and Bono of football because I have so much passion Bono <laughs> yeah. he's brought the average down there isn't he yeah. my tax paying record is awful <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking how did Ronnie Wood make that little list there he's a rolling stone <laughs> I've never, not the main one I've never heard any Beethoven music in a match so as I've told you before anytime he takes the wrong pill he comes up with a crazy statement <laughs> he loves the pill gags doesn't he Pele yeah, may have taken the morning pills at night time so he should make sure he takes the right pills alright Charlie Nicholas yeah. just going on a bit in fact it would be better if he changed his doctor oh yeah I would the pill administer meanwhile well El Diego was massively taking his eye off the ball <laughs> um, the goalkeeper for Al Wassel has been given a 17 match ban oh I saw this yeah for slapping an opposition coach around the head it's Kiki Sanchez Flores Oh, it was, wasn't it? Mm, yeah, don't it was. slap that handsome hair. No, very handsome man. Yeah, but the goalkeeper, Maj- uh, Majed Nasir, um, he's, I think he's a um, UAE national team goalkeeper as well. I he certainly think, has. Do you know been. what? I think he's got. Well, yeah. uh, according to um, obvious uh, places to look on the internet for, for people, uh, more far more international caps than he's got like club caps. Oh, is it? Okay, right, something like that. But but is, it, it, is it gloves on or gloves off? That's what I want to know. Gloves on, I believe. It was gloves yeah. on. It was. It was. Um, I think it was right. in the context he, of a game. But he should. He should have slapped him with holding the glove, like it was a dueling glove. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's but the honourable thing to do. He took it badly though, and he said, uh, "I'm not serving the ban. I'm just going to retire." <laughs> well, hang on a minute. You're only 27. <laughs> He's 27. <laughs> I thought when I saw that, I thought he must be like 36, 37. Yeah. Oh bollocks! This I'm going to miss the rest of the I've season. I've got a well. I've got an oil well in the backyard. It's <laughs> fine. But this is the kind of mentality Diego's installed, isn't it? He probably yeah, wouldn't have so. done that if he wasn't around. <laughs> I think it's like so. no, just react and then just be too proud to sort of admit you did something stupid. And he'll let him off as long as he sort of. Um, as a go at Pele as well yeah. you know, Diego was un- unavailable to comment on this matter of his own goal <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> too busy mouthing off literally yeah. too busy mouthing yeah. off about Pele other stuff on Steve is listening, <laughs> Steve is listening to Bono yeah. just, just before we started recording this show I noticed that uh, Chris Samba has had a uh, banana thrown at him by a locomotive uh, Moscow fan but it's okay because no it's not it just, racist not it's racist, not racist no, is it? it's no, fine no, it's no, fine no, it's, uh, no. failing a test 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 I'm a black well, in the Premier League. Nothing racist, man. And if it is racist, how come it isn't? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Could have been hungry. <laughs> dear, yeah. oh dear. Right, while well, you ponder that, people, it's time for Going for Gold. Going for Going for Gold. Gold. It is time for Going for Gold. And, uh, oh, it looks like I've deleted a couple of the clues. Okay. <laughs> well, this is going to be a short one then, isn't it? Um, I got asked on Twitter to say, stop. Is it Chris Bart Williams? Oh, no, nice it isn't. Yeah. But uh, I like it when people do that. Yeah. Uh, it, it reminds me of Chris Bart Williams, really. Mm. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> my debut for Middlesbrough lasted four minutes. Ooh. Stop. Lee Catamore. <laughs> <laughs> no. Good guess, though. Stop. Jonathan Woodgate. No. I wasn't seen again for four months. <laughs> Stop. Paul Merson? No. Stop. <laughs> Paul Gascoigne? No. <sighs> I was six foot three and a half inches. Probably still am. Stop. It's not um, Branco, is it? No. He wasn't that tall, I think. Stop. Robert Hooth? No. I went to Middlesbrough for eight million pounds. Stop. Stop. Mark Viduca? No. Oh. Stop. Janino? No. Uh, six foot three? <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> Stop. Afonso Alves? No. Oh. Like, he was like 14 million. He's a lot of money. I replaced Sean Teal as Paul McGrath's defensive partner. Stop. Yep. Hugo Ahiog. Hugo Ahiog. Yes. I Get in like, there. Yeah. Doesn't I he manage a band now? He's, no, he's, um, I think he's got a vested interest in that in a record label or management company or something. He's in, well involved with that band Little Comets, who are actually quite good. Uh, Northeastern mm. sort of um, angular sort of pop I, band. I'd like angular. to thank, I'd like to thank uh, Chris Milliken on uh, Twitter for suggesting that particular man. Any relation to, to Sarah Milliken? No. Unlikely. Um, I, or Chris I haven't got in ages. I'm, I'm doing an Arsenal. I'm yeah. on a really good run and I've just dropped off completely. Yeah. But you're doing well in the opening question, so you can't have it both ways. <laughs> <laughs> that's, right. that's right. So, a game of two off. Thank you for, uh, for your email, lady. And now it's time for an email. Yes, it is. Ramblers. Yes. I got caught out the other day. A friend of mine invited me around to watch the original Alien film, which he claimed accurately was from 1979. My response, rather than being impressed with the cinematic masterpiece, was 12 years after the summer of love. Oh, yeah, he's right. Later, my girlfriend asked what I was on about. I ended up sheepishly explaining to her the concept of the profile, summer of love, and eventually the sperm race. Tilting her head, <laughs> she looked at me and asked in all seriousness, so if there were twins, does that mean the sperm race was a draw? I had to agree. It's from Tom Barrett. Yeah, oh, Tom, Tom. What do we think? It's uh, an excellent uh, question. I, I think, think it probably is. Yeah, it has to be, yeah. Now, we haven't had the, the, the sperm race out for a while, though. Have no, we? we haven't, but, you no. know, it's an integral part of the history of the show. Yeah. <laughs> it's a draw, less of a replay. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's it. If a girl asked me if, like, when the summer of love was, uh, it's tonight, baby, and then we'd get down to it, and then we'd have sex, and then we'd make a baby. So mm. thank you, or goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pete's actually and Sean now, Paul. Now, <laughs> it was summer, but it appears to be raining in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. Yeah! We made it. We have. Yeah. The finishing line is in sight. We rambled through. This time round, we have got a Hungarian footballing legend. It's Shandar Kocsis. Oh, lovely. Lovely stuff. And they've had a few. They've yeah, had a few mm. in, in his era Very much yeah. was the Almost exclusively In his era <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's lots. a black and white profile Isn't it it's, it's, I like it's, the black and white one It is a black and white profile Yeah you're right You're absolutely right uh, One of those Comparatively unknown greats From the game and, and, and arguably one of the best Fords Europe Produced from yesteryear Really is Different class this guy He was um, He was of course Born in Budapest In Hungary he was born on the 21st of September 1929. 38 years before Dem Summer of Loves. Ooh, yeah. Ages before. Yeah. 38? Yeah. Like Ooh. a whole middle-aged person before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. Uh, one of those comparatively unknown greats from the game of football, and arguably one of the best forwards Europe produced from yesteryear. Uh, yeah, one of the best forwards ever, surely. Do you think? Yeah, well, you've got to put it up there. I mean, if, if the Mighty Maggies were one of the best teams ever, yeah. he was and a he key... He was the sort of focal point. Well, one of them, yeah. One of them, yeah. Goal uh, call point. <laughs> yeah, good. Born in Budapest no. in Hungary, um, Kocsis started his uh, footballing career at the age of 17 in 1946, playing for Cabanyai. Uh, he only played a few games for them before being snapped up by Ferenc Varos, one of uh, Hungary's big boys, of course. And uh, he was there for a few years and scored a lot of goals. He was like a, a forward, sort of right side forward, wasn't he? Mm. Um, in uh, yeah, back in the day when they used to post seventy four four. That's right. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, early on in his career, he had a healthy scoring rivalry uh, between himself and one of the all time greats of the game, Ferenc Puskas. Never heard of him. 
<laughs> is that right? <laughs> Uh, Pushkash, of course, uh, Real Madrid legend and amongst other things. You must have heard of uh, French Pushkash. And if you haven't, then check him out. He was playing for Honved at the time, Pushkash, and uh, uh, Kocic was playing for Ferenc Varos. Um, in 1949, Kocic scored 33 goals that season, but Pushkash beat him to the goal-scoring, uh, the, the top of the goal-scoring charts. The following season, he got 30, one off Pushkas again. So <laughs> it was very, very close mm. in, in them early days, and that would continue. Now, Kocic scored 70 league goals in 89 matches for Ferenc Varos, but he was just getting warmed up, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Let me <laughs> tell you. Now, you think that's good? You just stick around for yeah. a moment. Now, while this was going on between these two great forwards and other brilliant players in Hungary... At the time, Gustav Seves, um, the manager, the, one of the most important managers in the game's evolution, uh, he was watching on. And he took over the Hungarian national side in 1949. And he saw how Austria's Wunder team of the 30s and Italy's World Cup winning sides had teams largely made up of players who played week in, week out with each other. And it was very important to the national game. Now, in 1949, Hungary became a communist state and Seves persuaded the country's Minister of Defence who uh, had taken control of that great Honved side because they were also uh, an army team. Yeah, they became like the army team, didn't they? They yeah. did, yeah. yeah. And he, he persuaded them to sign some of these players like uh, Kocic and to, to kind of build a team there that would be um, would be played at, at national team level as well, which mm. would give them a great chance mm. of doing brilliantly in international football, which of course they did. Go out win some battles as well. <laughs> yeah. with, with their football. It was so good, they'd beat actual armies. Yeah, with at, at war. With footballs, just with footballs. I mean, you don't really need to, you know, uh, really go on at length with who's a, a man who's effectively a general about, you know, bringing the country together <laughs> and stronger. <laughs> so it's a no brainer, really, isn't it? <laughs> that's right, that's right. Uh, so a lot of that Honved team would make up the great mighty Maggie's team now we have profiled them and I, and I urge you to go and listen to that profile if you haven't on the mm. website because we are brilliant because well they are brilliant <laughs> yeah, exactly. and we just talk Puska, about them Puskas is only in though isn't he no, only his own. Only as part of the Mighty Magus. Only part of them because Nando Hidaguti is another great player. Yeah. So seriously, check out the, the Magus. It will fill in uh, some of the blanks um, of, of of this one. Um, so. Uh, so obviously um, Pushkash and uh, Kocic formed a formidable strike partnership for Honved imagine those two playing up and he, he was such a graceful player Kocic as well have you he seen was. footage of him he, he runs this almost elegant laid back sort of languid running style I'll tell you what it's reminiscent of um Big Michael Johnson, the sprinter. Right, okay. The guy who runs a bit like a duck, you know, that's, mm. that sort of style. Um, very graceful to look at. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's good to well groomed. Uh, for one very, very yeah. weird moment, I thought you meant Man City's Michael Johnson. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> unequivocally not like him. <laughs> now, um, while they were playing together, uh, Kocic outdid Pushkash finally in the scoring charts three it's charge, uh, it's charts three <laughs> times in, in six years when they both played together at the at the club and I think maybe all but one um, the year that Kocic didn't win it Pushkash filled in so they always they were in the top two scorers in the country and they both played for the same team so you can imagine they won uh, a lot and they did they won five league titles in the between 49 and 55 which is when uh, they both played together at the club and we have to say Kocic uh, scoring record for Honved Reeds in the league played 145 scored 153 there you go <laughs> <laughs> you start you start a game a goal ahead yes. <laughs> goal and a bit ahead yeah that is, he's a dirty boy that, yeah <laughs> <laughs> what a pervert what, yeah. <laughs> goal pervert absolute fiend <laughs> yeah freak yeah oh. goal freak an avid collector <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Probably went to gold conventions. Yeah, mm. he spoke at them. <laughs> Dressed his football kit. They just happened around him. Yeah. The sound of it. That's really He's true. doing the keynote, mate. Yeah, mm. that wasn't a hat trick. That was a convention of gold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a trilogy of gold. Now can I see your pass? Yeah. Um, now he was a huge part of the Mighty Baggers going to Wembley and ending England's unbeaten run against foreign sides at home, winning six three. Again, more of that in the Mighty Baggers profile itself on the, the preposterous website. arrogance of of England uh, yep. in, in their mistrust of. Johnny Foreigner that's right comes home to roost in remarkable <laughs> fashion that's why I'd sum that up they also beat us 7-1 didn't they they did and uh, yeah, Kocic scored uh, a brace in that game but it was is that the one where Robson went oh god yeah. <laughs> I think 
Yes, it was. Really, yeah. We really underestimated them. Seb has actually dropped uh, Kochish originally from the game, uh, the 6 3 game, after the striker went out on an all night drinking bender. However, Seb has changed his mind, stating, I was furious and intended to keep him out of the team against England to teach him a lesson, but it was Kochish and we were playing at Wembley. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so i you all the same. Yeah. I've had to think about it. <laughs> yeah, and it's best for us all that yeah. I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh, yeah, the fullback who's been out with him. Am I still? No, you're definitely still bad. <laughs> yeah. In fact, you're the bench for this game. <laughs> yeah. You dog. You persuaded him to go out with you. Um, uh, yeah, and it was incredible. I mean, Cochish. He was a type of forward that that the British had never seen before. The movement off the ball, the the, the te- technique. It was just absolutely oh, glorious. As a lot of those players in that team scored were. every type of goal as well. From what I've seen, he could score goals one on one where he'd send the keeper down early. He scored mm. good big towering headers as yeah. well. He had a lethal left foot yeah. drive on him. Yeah, but wonderful haircut, fine figure of a man. Yeah, already. everything, everything. Uh, so the Mighty Maggies went on to win the Olympic gold in 1952, Kochish scoring in every round uh, apart from the final six goals in, in five games. There's quite a funny story. Um, one of the one of the wingers, I think it was, he came uh, at half time in one of the matches. They were three nil up, and I think he'd got three assists or something like that. <clears throat> and Kochish came over to him and said, "Oi, stop drilling the balls low for the crosses." get the ball in the air because he much preferred the header whereas yeah. Pushkash preferred the ball on the deck yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, he, they, they, so uh, he, he switched it up and, and knocked the ball high in the air and I think they won 6-0 and Kochi scored two goals you know yeah. but it was such a it you, was, have to, you have to vary them well, he, yeah. they, that, that would confuse Stuart that, Downing pre- wouldn't it yeah, it would, <laughs> that's pretty much what they did they had to vary them because it, but as they said you know, if you got it right nine times out of ten we'd score it's got the Steve <laughs> McQueen Paul Newman style sort of rivalry between yeah. them <laughs> <laughs> absolutely Incredible. Um, uh, this is quite a funny one. In 1952, Kochish was offered a brand new uh, car by um, a, a big, rich uh, Honved fan, but he was a very modest guy, so he politely declined. And, and his t- one of his teammates described couldn't believe it because he described his car as an absolute banger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, good stuff there. Uh, in 1954 World Cup finals, he scored an absolute hatful. Yeah. Top scorer with 11 goals. This uh, is when they beat West Germany in the group stage. Well, their first game. In, in the World Cup finals uh, well Kochis the first one certainly was a 9-0 win against South Korea he got 3 second match 8-3 against Germany where he got 4 they beat them 8-3 in the group <laughs> and then lost to them in the final mm. they did well ag- again I stress listen yeah, to the mighty the Maggers profile, profile. Yeah. but we never talked about Kochis uh, his scoring uh, in this tournament so he scores 3 on his World Cup debut yeah. then 4 uh, and then he gets a couple against Brazil in the quarters a couple against Uruguay in the semis failed to score again in the final again well, they were sensationally beaten 3-2 by, by the West, uh, West Germany but won the golden boot with 11 goals in that in that tournament which is incredible I mean his international goal and scoring record is 68 caps 75 goals <laughs> it's obscene he's one of the biggest he's one of the, um, the most prolific international goal scorers of all time he is I think he's only just behind uh, Ali Dai and one or two others I think yeah well his 11 goals in 5 World Cup matches gives him the best goals per games ratio in the competition's history and only Kochish and 3 other men have scored more than 1 hat-trick in World Cup finals the others being Oh, Ronaldo? No. Gerd Müller. Gerd Müller. Yeah. Just Fontaine. Yeah, he got 13 in one tournament, didn't he? Yeah. And Gabriel Batistuta. Mm. Bat of God. Mm, you see. Um, can you imagine how much of a legend the you know international players that came after that man? Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm. it's no wonder they they're nowhere. <laughs> no, and now yeah, uh, um, he scored seven hat tricks for Euro- uh, Hungary. Yeah, for Euro. Certainly not. That was in the, uh, the, the, the goals were just spilling out all over the place. <laughs> seven hat tricks for Hungary, unbelievable. Yeah, well, and yet believable. Yeah, um, he wasn't I, hungry for goals. Yeah, I think. Um, it, well, yeah, that'll no, do, wouldn't it? No, no. You said yes, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then in 1956, of course, uh, the Hungarian Revolution happened. The team was dissolved, and uh, Pushkash and, and Kochish left, or, or one could say maybe even fled the country uh, abroad to to play. Kochish went to Switzerland originally to play for Young Fellows in Zurich, one of the best names of a football team, I think, in mm. the history of the did, game. Did he not go to Barcelona after Young Fellows? Oh, sorry, okay. I thought he went to Barcelona from Honved. Yeah, no, no, no. Because um, Pushkash obviously went to Madrid, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he, well, he wasn't there long as you say he joined his countrymen in Spain 
and play for Barca, whereas Pushkas was at Real Madrid playing with Raymond Copper. Yes, from last others, week. Yeah, from last week. According to Barcelona um, or their website, he was known as Golden Head due to his superb <laughs> heading ability, which is which is delightful. He won a number of trophies at Barcelona, including back-to-back La Liga titles during his seven seasons there. But due to that incredible team at, at Madrid, they were often trumped, especially in Europe. Well, they came very close to winning the European Cup in, in 1961. They'd beaten Real Madrid in the first round, becoming the first ever side to beat Madrid in that competition. They reached the final against Benfica, who were managed by the enigmatic Bella Gutman. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He did score until half time. Yeah, <laughs> he, he left. He did score in the final, did uh, Kotchish, but uh, they they lost three two. Incidentally, the match was played at the same ground Hungary had lost to West Germany three two in the nineteen fifty four World Cup final, appropriately named the Wankdorf Stadium in yeah. Bern. <laughs> Not a very happy hunting ground. Not a happy hunting ground. He uh, retired in nineteen sixty six. Uh, went on to uh, do a bit of coaching with Barcelona and, and Hercules um, and then sadly in 1979 he fell to his death uh, on the fourth floor of a hospital in Barcelona um, after he was uh, in there for a, a treatment for uh, was it it's leukemia I think yeah it was cancer, I think yeah. Uh, people suggested it was suicide maybe an accident but a very sad ending yeah. to the man's life but but an incredible player absolutely incredible player and according to FIFA an international strike rate of 1.1 goals per games uh, they they also say um, apparently over four hundred headed goals. That's according to FIFA. <laughs> uh, I, you know who am I to question that? No, yeah. um, well, certainly parts of them, but not that. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, one of the, the finest uh, forwards ever. Yeah, one of the agree. most complete, complete forwards. Uh, a time. ridiculously good scorer and record, and uh, he's coming into the team with us for fame. He's welcome. Very welcome. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of Football Ramble for this week. If you'd like to get in touch with us, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com. Jim? Yes, it is. Uh, if you go over to the website this week, there's blogs, there's the Hall of Fame, there's the shop, there's the forums, all kinds of different things. Over What's there. your favourite so part, Jim? My favourite part uh, is probably in the face. about section, yeah, the picture of me. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, that's so check that out bit. as well. Yeah, so have a look. <laughs> yeah. Probably not even the best picture of me. <laughs> In fact, it certainly is. <laughs> you finished? Yeah. Right then. Uh, right, well, say goodbye, Jim. Bye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. See you later. And it's goodbye from me. See you later, Bon Tuplers. <laughs> Gentlemen's profile time. Oh, yeah. Not email, right? No emails today. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no way to keep the crossbow. No way. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 